We want Florida man in every state. I don't know if we want that. I, 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 I don't know. I might. What are we actually talking about today? We've just rabbit trailed. Uh, well, swamp butt in Florida, man, apparently. I mean, that's. I can go for is, a long time is, on swamp butt in Florida, but real, man. But real quick, what is Florida, man? You know what Florida, man, is. He found out about the podcast. So, like, you got a guy. Shout out to Jeff because he listens to our podcast every week. So that's awesome. Uh, I was disappointed in him though because um, it only took like one episode for him to tell me that Cody was his favorite. And so I, I thought we were, I thought we were building something special and, uh, we were lunch buddies, uh, but maybe that needs to be cut off because Cody has become his favorite. He just went straight for Cody. I mean, you know, can you blame him? Actually, if I'm going to be honest, he told me the parts that he loves is we'll be having like an intellectual conversation and we'll be talking about different points of views and all this. And he anticipates what Cody's going to say in response. He's on the edge of his seat. He's on the edge of his seat waiting for the ridiculousness that comes out of your mouth. Mm. Mm. You know, I mean, I I, I can't blame him. No, you can't. That's that's the podcast in its entirety is, you know, welcome to the Cody show where me and, you know, Aaron talks serious and Cody stops playing RuneScape for 20 seconds to make a comment about how humans are all bots. Yes. When, uh, I was playing WoW last time, but actually, yes, I am playing RuneScape right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I was watching your guys' podcast last week, waiting for me to jump in. That's how anticipated I was. Wow. For me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I, I mean, Jeff didn't say anything, but he, I mean, I, I could feel that, hey, it was a, it was a good podcast. You want to know the part that he liked the best? It was the part where I talked about Cody talking to my mom about magic. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're not even on the podcast, That's and you meta. still sh- you still s- stole the show. <laughs> wow. Listen, when I started this, oh. and, and of course I started this, but when I started this podcast <laughs> all those months ago, do you not remember on the first episode where I talked about we were going to be making sweaters with my face on it? Listen, the dream is the dream. We can't change it now. Have those pre-orders come in. Listen, there's a back order. Something about <laughs> shipping and. Uh, you know, supply chain delays. Uh, I don't know. They okay. said there was a large order of make America great again. I, I don't know. The, did you guys see the new slogan? I know we're going off topic, but I just yeah. saw one that I thought was great from DeSantis, the make America Florida. <laughs> like I was yeah. like, that's kind of great. That's awesome. <laughs> Do we really want to be like Florida though? Do yeah. We really as, long as, we don't have to, as long as we don't have to have swamp, but I'm good with it. Uh, Florida man strikes again. Swamp Do we want that butt? all over the United States? <laughs> We want Florida man in every state. I don't know if we want that. I, 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 I don't know. I might. What are we actually talking about today? We've just rabbit trailed. Uh, well, swamp butt in Florida, man, apparently. I mean, that's. I can go for is, a long time is, on swamp butt in Florida, but real, man. But real quick, what is Florida man? You know what Florida man is. You Everyone know knows Florida who man Florida is. man is. Don't Who's play Florida dumb. man. Florida man is a. Um, how would you say? He's not a. He's not a figurative character, but he is a he's a he's a man from Florida. He's he's a man who lives in Florida. 
and he does all these crazy things. You could see him in news line, nude headlines everywhere, right? They just they always start out as Florida man does blah blah blah, you know. Uh, I can pull up some examples. I don't know any off the top of my head, but I can pull up some. See, this is the stuff. This is the ridiculousness that we talk about, and somehow Florida man has become real. Yeah, uh, so it's repopular repopularized in 2020. It started in 2013. It looks like. I mean, there are That's here great. are a couple real Florida man uh, headlines. Uh, oh wow, that's inappropriate. Uh, <laughs> here's oh, one. here's good. Here's a good one. Uh, Florida man charged with assault with deadly weapon after throwing alligator through Wendy's drive-through window. That's a real headline. <laughs> awesome. Florida so man steals a car, realizes a baby is in it, drops baby off safely, and makes his getaway. Wow, what a caring guy. Florida man. He's, a, he's a Florida man. After dog pushes accelerator. <laughs> this is what the country needs. Yes, I agree. It's great. Oh so my. Okay, awkward silence. Florida man's got to go. Hey, um, so we, we actually had a, a numerous, numerous, we had multiple options to run this week's topic um shout out to biggie eric he picked knights templar so eric's one of our newer listeners and uh we gave him a shot and he said he wanted to hear about the knights templar so i'm assuming yeah i'm excited to have a podcast where we talk about no aliens so i was totally down for knights templar i mean knights templar doesn't discredit aliens though is that what it totally does. It has nothing to do with aliens. We're not even going to go down that rabbit hole right this second. If you have a case for aliens at the end of this podcast, I'm happy I'm to roll. let you say that after I hit stop recording. I hate this. <laughs> I already hate this. <laughs> I, I I actually cringe on the inside every time one of you says something stupid like that. It hurts. <sighs> wow. Listen here. Well, I mean, it's not a surprise. <laughs> I'm like, Someone's got to say something stupid. I just have to endure it. I mean, I'm, 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 tr- I'm like conditioning my endurance for it. Every podcast, every time I hear aliens, when we're talking about something like completely not that. Yeah. Well, it comes in every episode, so it's one of those things now that it's just kind of irrelevant. I figured let's get it out of the way at the beginning of the podcast. Listen, Cody's just mad because he had a salad with blue cheese on it, bro. Like if if you'd had an actual Chick Fil A sandwich, you probably would be in a little better mood. It's okay. I'm, we get it. I'm furious because I had a salad with blue cheese on it. <laughs> mad doesn't even begin to describe the level of anger that I'm feeling at this moment. I mean, we can we can tell. It's okay. Yeah. Listen, the salad the salad will do you good, man. You know the the blue cheese is. Absolutely disgusting, but hey. I was hoping I was allergic to the blue cheese, so I would just die. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I hope my neck just swells up so I don't have to endure this crap anymore. Just friggin' drop dead. (laughs) What are all these? All right, Knights Templar. Let's do this. So, a little background on the Knights Templar. They were, I guess, part of the Crusades, or they were a Christian army. Um, so after Christian armies, I guess, were captured by Jerusalem from Muslim control in 1099 during the Crusades, a group of pilgrims from across Western Europe started visiting the Holy Land. Uh, many of them were robbed and killed as they crossed through Muslim controlled territories during the journey. And around 1118, uh, 1, so 1118, a French knight named 
I'm going to butcher the heck out of this. Hugus de Payens created a military order along with uh, eight relatives of his and a few acquaintances, calling it the Poor Fellow Soldiers of Christ and the Temple of Solomon, later known simply as the Knights Templar. So he basically created this militia, right? Um, because Christian armies were getting captured by the Muslims and destroyed. And so this dude rounded its, some of his homies up and some relatives and created this soldier group and called them. They later became known as the Knights Templar. So uh, I guess in 1129, the Pope backed it. Said uh, initially, I guess the Knights Templar were facing criticism from some religious groups. But 1129, the group received the formal endorsement from the Catholic Church and support from Bernard of Clairvaux, a prominent French abbot. Now, isn't this crazy? Now, so uh, uh, listen, we're a conspiracy, mystery, kind of off the wall kind of podcast. So I'm jumping ahead in the story, but the Knights Templar, there's so much conspiracy around them because not that they weren't a real group or that they didn't exist or that the, the Pope didn't recognize them. But there's this mystery behind them because you've seen them used in things like the Da Vinci Code or Assassin's Creed. Like that whole franchise is based on the Knights Templar, right? But if it is indeed that these are some like mysterious folks that are kind of similar to like, well, they're not similar. A lot of people have actually claimed that they're tied to the Freemasons, right? How do you have the Pope back them? And then but they, yet at the, oh. and then at the same time, it'd be a Freemason thing. Because right. I, when I was doing when I was doing reading, I didn't do a ton of research on this. But when we were reading, we this was a topic that we had on our list back when we first started. And I remember reading on some stuff there. But there was like people that were claiming that the Knights Templar were were direct descendants, like that they came from that same lineage as the Freemasons. Like that that whole group are very similar and very tied to one another. Yeah, eventually led. You know, they crossed over, and maybe that's why. Um, you know, the Knights Templar were like directly under the Pope and then the Freemasons kind of try to break off and do their own thing. And that could be it. I mean, maybe Pope was the Pope and the Vatican were a little upset that this group that was once sponsored by the Pope and the Vatican kind of started doing their own thing and eventually became the Freemasons, you know, a few hundred years later. Uh, fun fact though, they had a, their own code of conduct, which included no pointy shoes and no kissing their mothers. Was that a big problem back then? That they needed to add that as a code of conduct? I guess. I mean, I guess there's the the actual rules of the Templars. And in the rules is they couldn't wear pointy shoes or kiss their mothers. I mean, you can't be mistaken for someone's court jester, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. I mean, And I also incest is bad. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, okay. So I would assume most knights of this time had pointy shoes because that's the way the armor was made. So their they these are their armor was specifically made to round their toes, and then uh, it's like it's like they got a group of guys together and like you listen, I'm down. The only way this works out is if I don't have to kiss my mom ever again. Yeah, I I, I guess. I mean, I guess the mother thing. I'm trying to find a little more detail on that I and mean, why that even. I don't know. There's this thing that says, even mom and dear Auntie Heloise, it says, we believe it to be dangerous thing for any religious 
really any religious to look too much upon the face of a woman. For this reason, none of you may presume to kiss a woman, be it widow, young girl, mother, sister, aunt, or any other. And henceforth, the knighthood of Jesus Christ should avoid all the costs that embrace of women by which men have perished many times so that they remain eternally before the face of God with a pure conscience and sure life. So it wasn't just moms. It was any woman related or not. How come, how come the church needed an army again? Well, the crusades. I mean, but um, like, why though? Uh, a lot of it was, or so they say was the, the Muslim armies, right? The, um, the Persian armies that were, you know, growing in large numbers. And in fact, the, the early, the late crusades before the Knights Templar came around was, was getting whooped on by the Muslim armies. And that's not uncommon, right? I mean, a yeah. lot of wars and fights were based on religious beliefs and their gods fighting in the existence of their gods. I mean, the Viking, their whole thing completely, that whole Viking versus Saxons. I mean, it was very religious based fighting on behalf of the beloved ones and, and Odin and those types of things. So it wasn't un, in, in, uncommon for religious preference and the church to kind of be the forefront of a lot of these things back then. Now, not so much, right? We don't fight on behalf of God anymore. We fight on behalf of, well, now it's whatever it feels like. It's more, I would say nationalism, but that's not even true anymore. All right. So apparently pointed shoes and shoelaces were forbidden. Uh, because they were abominable things that belonged to pagans. So that's why they couldn't wear abominable point Abominable things, man. This is right out the, the rule books of the temple. I know, but I'm just like <laughs> the narrow-mindedness that we've that has been ex exemplified over the years with history. It's just so funny to me. It's so funny. Um, I'm already bored on this conversation, and I'm not trying <laughs> Not trying to be insensitive, but I, I wanted to look up something. So I looked up like the craziest theories behind the, you know, the, the Knights Templar. What's kind of crazy is there is conspiracies tying them to just about everything. Oh, yeah. Right. Like they're involved in 9-11. What? Somehow. I right, that, that one. I oh, found, yeah. So I found, <clears throat> and we can all talk about the different ones, but uh, I found like, like the Da Vinci Code thing apparently really was a, a true conspiracy and that that writer uh dan brown i guess his name is, is that, i'm not, not sure if that's yeah right. uh, that sounds right so he ran with it right so he wrote the da vinci code that um the knights templar had documentation that i guess christ hooked up with mary magdalene and had children and then there is a lineage out there connected to christ himself nice yeah, wow. yeah. Um, Accuracy, who knows? Yeah, the uh, Jesus Christ secret bloodline thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so Dude, how sick would that be? You go on answerstore.com and you're like, oh sick. Great grandpa. Great grandpa is <laughs> G the J man himself. Well, okay. Well, this is uh, we're going off topic here, but do we know if Joseph and Mary had any other children? I believe they did, didn't they? It's hard to tell because of the language used to refer to brother and um and cousin are very similar yeah um so i've looked at the literature and it's it, it's it's indistinguishable but there are theories that 
that he had uh two either two brothers or two close relatives maybe cousins i mean okay like so in concept of the divine or you know it, it, joseph's not his real dad right that's how that works right with him being the messiah but at least whoever would come to follow would be at least a half sibling or bl blood related through the mom is my theory right but that's kind of crazy though is that could you imagine like running your ancestry.com and being able to go all the way back to jesus because i'm sorry nobody keeps better timelines and records com compared to the jewish people so i'm sure that there is a lineage of something somewhere that ties back to that history um that would be crazy it'd be insane yeah wild i mean it does make for a good movie it makes sense why they would run with that as a movie. Um, no, okay. So more on this. Like I'm literally just reading through here. So this is why it's hard to have a conversation about like Freemasons, Knights Templar, uh, Illuminati, because in every conversation about each of those, they all kind of seem to overlap in certain areas and certain degrees. Um, as almost as if they're one, or they're affiliated with one, or they're different factions of the same. Uh, but they all kind of have similar roots and they all kind of similarly touch different things and the conspiracies of each one another, you know, ties. Um, we've seen that with, uh, I'm trying to think what I'm trying to think of my brain, uh, the back of the dollar and those types of things, Illuminati being involved with like law enforcement and Templars uh, were considered to be knights and knights were essentially law enforcement back in the day. And so there's a, there's a lot of ties to, I think all three. So I, I guess my, my, what I'm trying to get at is, is we as a society, at least conspiracy theorists, right. As a society, um, we look for what we believe to be some kind of way of explaining corruption and the things that are happening and, and accidents and nine 11 and all these bigger things happening and trying to tie it back to some group of elites or some group of, you know, people that are manipulating or controlling kind of everything that's happening right now. And I'm, I'm wondering if to some degree that we know what, like I, I believe there to be a group of elites. Like, I don't think that's far fetched in any way. I know we've, we've seen more movies about it more recently. And I think people are trying, they're trying to um, sterilize us of it. Right. So that we become more comfortable with the idea that there probably is a group of elites and that's just the way life lives. And so you move on. But I think the reality is, is there probably is a group of elites. My question is, is whether or not it's tied to some like ancestral tie, right? Like are there people living today that are still members of the Knights of Templar? Like we saw in the Assassin's Creed uh, video games or movies, right? And the movies sucked, but the video games, right? Where there's this new group of, uh, of, of Knights of Templar that want to pull mem memories uh, from this. Was it Enzo? Is that the guy in the main, in the very first one? Yeah. And they want to pull like his. The first one is Altair. I don't know what guys It's Altair. Enzo. Track you guys are on. We all need to play some Assassin's Creed. It, dude, there's so <laughs> many different. I've, I've played like nine of them. So at this point, I, I, it's a little fuzzy and it's been a long time since I played. But Altair, okay. So, but they go back to the original guy, right? And they're like, they're, ha they're having this guy go in a machine and they're trying to pull his memories so that they can go back and try to find out the information that he knows from way back when. I mean, cool concept, man. Do you guys actually believe that there is a possibility? And I say possibility because I want to see the conversation that there are actually people that are still staying true to the code of the Knights Templar. I mean, it's possible, right? I mean, it's, what would that it, code it, it be? Well, maybe the code's manipulated yeah, a little bit. But point choose or kiss their mom. I mean, we just talked about this. <laughs> I mean, if, if I mean, if it's to defend the Holy Land, I don't know if they're doing a great job of that. I mean, true. 
that main so so that's where I think we're we have some confusion. So I think the original intent of the Knights of Templar was to be the law enforcement and the protection of the Holy Land. I think that there was a manipulation and a mold from that where it became more about that. But what what is the duty? What is the responsibility? Of course, movies twist it and video games twist it. Now it's almost as if it's, you know, it's kind of funny. All these groups that we talk about hypothetically, and I'm doing air quotes because we're not on camera, right? When we talk about the Freemasons and we talk about Illuminati, mm-hmm. we talk about uh, the Holy or the, the Knights Templar. We talk about them in a sense, almost like we would talk about like artificial intelligence, right? Like that if artificial intelligence got out there free and kind of was able to, to roam with no control, what would it do? It would do everything in its power to do what's best for itself, right? And so my question is, is like, I, I believe there to be a group of elites are at least attempting to do this, right? They want to make decisions or sway people or manipulate people in a certain direction to get the result that they want in the end. What is that result? I mean, I can, I, I can hypothesize, right? I can say, why is Bill Gates buying thousands and thousands of acreage farmlands all over the United States? Why? Right? I, I don't know, but I can hypothesize on why that is. There's no reason for a, a tech billionaire to, to be doing that other than he wants to manipulate maybe the food supply or, or control the food supply. I, I don't know. But we, we have to talk about what the intent is behind it, right? So when I say that they live by a code, maybe they live by the same rules and regulations that they would back in the day. But that doesn't mean that the, the mission is the same. Right. Back then, still, it may have been no pointy shoes and no kissing your mother still. Very important. <laughs> right. Very important. I'm sure stuff like that has been yeah, has been key. changed, and maybe maybe not. Maybe you've got guys that are like, listen, I don't kiss my mama, and I wear square toe shoes, right? But at the end of the day, nice Templar, we knew it, we knew it, right? So, I I I joke. It's like one of those uh, things where it's just, are we going to one day find out that? This is one group or that that one of these three, four groups that we've been listing, it was really a thing. Maybe none of it's real and it all stems from these. So I I had a thought the other day. What if the conspiracy theorists, the idea behind these things, because this isn't anything new. People have been talking about this for year i mean maybe hundreds of years right where there's this idea that there's a secret society of templars and they're you know this and that and what but what if the idea that there's a secret society is what creates the secret society like we talk about the illuminati it's enough not. that it, it inspires someone to create the illuminati right right they're like hey let's bring it into reality Right. Like it's so far, so far fetched that nobody believes it. And look, at there's millions of people out there talking about it, but no one cares. We're going to go ahead and do it. Yeah. So it's kind of like the uh, what's those kids? They ran around talking about that. That uh, birds aren't real. Oh, yeah. The birds aren't real. Oh, dude, if you haven't seen what they've been doing lately, it's so great. Birds aren't real. Oh, you know how he got they he threw up on TV. Yes, it was a whole it was a whole I, it was a bit. Right. Well, he went on to say that the government poisoned poisoned him. Because yeah. he started leaking the stuff about the birds not being real. Well, now they've got him like I just saw a video like I think two weeks ago or a week ago where he's sitting in a wheelchair acting like he's like kind of paraplegic, like he's like vegetable. And they're they're continuing to press the message that he is uh, he's been poisoned and that he's recovering. And I mean, it's it's they they they. 
full tilt. They don't care. They go full into the uh, the story behind all that. But I think it's great. Sorry, that's way off topic. But if you haven't had a chance to go look at Birds Aren't Real on you on Instagram, go look it up. It's uh, it's worth a laugh. So look at this conspiracy theory about the Knights Templar. OK, so the, the Knights Templar, of course, being. Um, <clears throat> Christian or Catholic uh, put into play. And over time, they are trying to protect, you know, Christian Catholic principles. And they know that the Antichrist will come one day. And that today, that a lot of what we what we see is these heavy conspiracy theories, 9-11, um, this, what was the other one? The, um, like the New World Order and things of that, that they are going to mount up to, and this is just what I'm reading. It says that certain prophets believe that the Antichrist would be Jewish born, would seize control of the world events through nefarious means. And they are they are connecting it to QAnon and um, a Hungarian born American billionaire investor and philanthropist, George Soros. So they believe that underground, the Knights Templar are trying to prevent this catastrophe from happening. Um, how that ties into 9-11, I have no idea. Uh, I think this 9-11 thing is the weirdest thing in the world, but apparently. When the Templars were formed in 1118, and if you add up the numbers, 1118, it makes 11. And they happen to be formed in the fall time frame of, a, of 1118. Therefore, 9-11 happened as a form of the Knights Templar, apparently. Dude, I saw just, that too. You just dumbest thing in the world. the code, dude. No, <laughs> uh, this is the, this is the great internet. I didn't crack anything. That, they they did together. it. They cracked the code. They were like, <laughs> I, you know, we I read the out. same thing, and I was like, really? Because it equals eleven, really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the only and the only added the only adding added piece to it is is because the the the, the World Trade Towers housed a lot of um, big financial firms and things of that nature, and so they had to take it down, right? Um, because of people like George Soros and and whatnot, right? So basically, what you're saying, or what the internet is saying, I guess, is that the radical Muslims of the Middle East are knights, the Knights Templar. They they are this. They're actually in secret. They are Christian Crusaders from the Middle Ages. What? That's no. what I got from that. Oh Where did you? They what? they're it's basically like one of those. Well, because like, it was nine eleven you know, was attacked by the Taliban. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You think are the Taliban? Well, the Taliban are actually disguised as Knights Templar bloodline descendants. It's like at the end of Scooby Doo when they unmask the villains. Like, oh wait, it's really <laughs> blah blah blah. Oh, it's a Christian instead of a Muslim. And I would have got away with it if it wasn't. Sorry. Yeah, for what for you, you know, meddling 
Clintons and your stupid dog, too. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. What about the Holy Grail? So apparently they, they know where the Holy Grail is and they protect it. Hence Indiana Jones. Or Monty Which, Python. I want to know. I want to know why. Like there are ties to that because they weren't formed until like the 1100s. And that happened 1100 years before they were there. You know what I mean? Like how, how was that passed down all the way to them? I guess that's what I want to know. Uh, I don't know that there's found it, on, found it through crusades. Maybe they found it. So there's a, there's it. a, there's a, there's apparently a, a, a whole part of their history where they were like exploring the temple and going through different things. And like, I don't want to say pillaging because that's not really what they were doing, but they, they learned a, a truckload of knowledge about historical knowledge, as well as found all kinds of treasures. Right. And so they built cathedrals and stuff like that on top of these treasures to protect this stuff from the world or from the, the pagans. Uh, so I think that's where the tie goes back to the Holy Grail. Not that they necessarily were the ones that, maybe I'm wrong, created the Holy Grail, but uh, that that's where the lineage ties back to it is that they, they hid this treasure that they found, uh, which would, would include the Holy Grail. But Am I wrong, Aaron? No, you're, that is correct. That's, that's the myth, the belief. But the thing and is, that, is like and that they currently guard it to today and it and it has, you know, unforeseen power. My thing is like, OK, like so you guys know that. OK, so the Holy Grail is the cup that Jesus drank out of at the Last Supper. That's what the Holy Grail is. Yep. So also like, OK, if he drank that cup at the Holy at the, the Last Supper, yeah. goes and dies and then isn't resurrected for three whole days. And mostly everyone doesn't think he is the, you know, the actual son of God. So they don't really care about what cup he's drinking out of. Right. So. So after he's risen, they're going to go back and like, you know, I should really find that cup. And so they go back and find the cup and then then they have to preserve that cup for, you know, generations and generations, maybe build temples. And uh, after. Well, that's the thing is temples weren't even built even, you know years and years after his death either you know what i mean right. so like like decades and centuries even so i mean it's just there's a lot of hoops you got to jump through in order to make the holy grail thing work and even to get it to the crusaders is the hardest part too because oh, then they so have then they have to find it you know this is where the disconnect is because there were temples that existed but it was orthodox Ju- judaism right so it was the idea that there was gonna be a messiah but it wasn't jesus right so the that church and that temple back then would not have kept Jesus's cup. It would have had to have been the disciples, right? It would have had to have yep. been the disciples. And it would have had to have been someone connected to the disciples that saw the miracles of Jesus that would, would think, oh, I'm going to keep this, right? Um, but again, this is where it kind of gets all kind of crazy. So I'm looking through the notes here. And they're like, at one time, it, spec- it was speculated the Holy Grail, the mummified head of Jesus, the crown jewels of Scotland, and the vast amount of treasures were stored in the tomb underneath this temple, the cathedral that the, the Knights of Templar created. Oh, now, gosh. as you know, as a believer, you don't think that there's a mummified head of Jesus because he ascended, right? They're, they're, it's, not they're, canon. it's not canon. It's not canon, right? So you got to ask yourself, why would anyone keep the cup of Jesus as a holy grail that he's the Messiah, but at the same time, they have a mummified head. Believe that they have a mummified head of Jesus. Like the two, to me, like just the fact that you have a mummified head of Jesus disproves that that is a holy, like, I, I don't know. Like to me, it's, it, it kind of devalues the holy grail of Jesus's head is in, in the box. 
Yeah, because if okay, so if the person isn't immortal, the, the drinking the cup right. doesn't do anything. It's just a cup now. It's just now by a normal person. That being said, as the religion, the religious break, you know, breaks off, right, and you start getting into later centuries, like when you have the Saxons and the English. They used to bury their priests, and they would keep all of their things, their fingernails. The like, I remember watching. God, it's a show, and I understand something, but but like that the temple or that the um the the Catholics or whatever would have like the nails that that Jesus was hung with. Yeah, like the nails from the cross, like they yeah. kept them. So <laughs> it's possible that they were able to some kind sometime somehow able to identify these dev- these things, but it, it just seems far fetched. It seems far-fetched. A little bit. A little bit. I even have a hard time believing the... Have you seen the Shroud of Turin? No. So it's it's believed to be the uh, the wraps that uh, Jesus was wrapped in um, okay. while he was buried. And they have the wraps. And it's called the, the Shroud of Turin is how you... What it's called. I don't know why exactly. But basically, uh, they did like a... Um, a uh, what was it called a, a radioactive scan on it? I guess like a more of like an X-ray type thing. Basically, you can see an imprint of the body that was there, and so you could, if you guys want to, you can look up Shroud of Turin, and you can kind of see what is believed to be uh, the imprint of what Jesus is supposed to look like, or what he was, what he looked like, his facial features, all that stuff. So you can oh, wow. see on the Shroud of Turin. Well, okay, that. so okay, let's go down the rabbit hole of of, of this. So, so to me. The time at which these things were saved and when they were named and preached and, uh, you know, I, I, again, we watched the Viking show and, and everything. They wanted amulets that were from, you know, the the jewels that were put on the or the thorns from the, the head of Jesus. Right. Like, I think that because at the time the temple, bro- you know, the temple broke into people that were on the outside got to come into the temple now and it was different. But the people that were able to go in the temple before were educated. They were Pharisees. They they knew the word. They they knew how to read. They knew like, they were very highly educated people. But the people that were on the outside weren't so much. They weren't as educated. They didn't have the ability to read the word. They didn't have the ability to read or write. And so I wonder, like I, I think back to when I was in school, right? There were some people that could grab a book, read a book, and understand and comprehend everything. And then there were people that were like in the room and going, like, listen. I'm going to need you to draw it for me. Can you, can you, I'm a visual learner. Can you show me what it looked like? And so I, I wonder if the church at the time was like, yo, people need more than me just saying that Jesus died in a tomb and that he rose and he walked away from it. They need to see it. They need to see that they need to like physical proof that Jesus was real, even though we know he's real in history, right? Because we can track that back. And again, there's, there's records of, of a Jesus of Nazareth. But people need to see that Jesus died on the cross. We need to see the nails. We need to see the cup. We need to see the wraps, right? I know this conversation's kind of gone off, but I'm wondering, we talk about that, I hate to say it that way, but that manipulation, right? Knights of the Templar were you know, manipulators of Christ if we're believing the conspiracies, right? Their manipulation of that religion, of that order, of that government, because essentially that's how that's what it was back then, was a, was a church government. Um to say things like the Holy Grail was sipped by Jesus and people that were uneducated and didn't have the ability to, to think past questions would go, oh my God, this is a real thing, right? Or the shrouds of Terran, like you're saying, like, could you imagine, like, honestly, could you imagine if it actually was true? Like, that's nuts. But my mind goes, that's probably not the case because first off, that would be over 2000 years old and there's no way. 
Uh, second is who in their right mind would go into the temple and go, oh, he's not here. Let me just take these these cloths. Y- you know somebody went in there and took the cloths. So somehow they were able to keep this, these cloths preserved for 2,000 plus years. And so to me, it's it's more along the lines of manipulation in the sense that we want people to become believers. We want people to continue to believe in this. And the way to do that is to basically fictitiously create these, these wraps and these things, because I, I honestly, I believe, you know, you, you believe Jesus Ray rose from the dead, but I have a hard time believing that they have his wraps and that that's what he looked like. Like I, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. And I don't think that discredits anything about the Bible. I don't think it discredits Jesus. I don't think any of that. I'm, this is not a religious conversation, but it really comes to like, I think that things like that don't do any credit to God because God, in His sense, is 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 really reliant upon faith, and the, and the, the not with sight, it's believing. So I I think that the church was tr- at the time that the church, the Knights of the Templar, are trying to create a a, a bridge by gr- giving something for someone to see, um, which in, in turn kind of eliminates that faith piece. They don't need to have faith in something that they can see. It's there. We, it's physical. I, I know the shrouds exist. Tell me what your thoughts are on that, because I, I, maybe, maybe I'm kind of spinning this out and going in a totally different direction than where it needs to go. But when I hear things like that, I'm like, I want to believe, but at the same time, I don't believe that to be true. I mean, it'd be really cool to find the, the Holy Grail or the Ark of the Covenant and, and be like, holy crap. But I think there's a reason why Noah's yeah. Ark isn't found, right? I, well, it dep- oh, uh, depends on who you ask. People will be like, "Oh no, they found the ark." It's like, "Yeah, sure, they did, bud." Uh, so, but you know, that's what—that's kind of what I'm saying, right? Is that like, yeah. um, uh, is that these artifacts are like, you know, said to be held, you know, by all these different people, and you're like, "Are they really though? Are those really the artifacts, or is it like you said, kind of made up in order to illustrate something bigger?" You know what I mean? It's not really the actual artifacts, because I mean, honestly, at the time, they didn't care. They—they they weren't gonna like, you know do all this stuff i mean some of them some of them probably thought that this was the end of the world anyway they were going to end the world was going to end soon anyway and that you know blah, blah blah so there's just a hot a, a whole lot of things that go into that and i'm like yeah i don't know that people would have cared to even kept the nails i mean like who's going to keep the nails i mean the romans are pro- the are the ones who nailed them to the thing they have the nails the nails don't they don't care about jesus christ they're the ones who put them on the dang thing anyway so they don't keep the nails so who's got the nails there's so many questions i have about well, that. well well if we want to go back to that his family was the ones that were able to remove him from the cross they took him down and laid it down and the family removed him from the cross and buried him so it, at that time they could have pulled the nails but the the point i, I was trying to make is there's one thing to illustrate or metaphorically show, like, hey, uh, communion at church. This is my body. This is my blood. Right? That's it's it, it's symbolic. It's metaphorical, and 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 in, in that sense, that doesn't diminish faith because it is giving us a physical representation, but it's not the representation. It's not the thing. So to me, that is more of a truer form of how to educate people and how to get them involved in that with something they can see and feel and experience. But at the same time, could you know, we're not going and saying this was Peter. This was Peter's Bible that he had or paper that he scribed and did all like. And so I don't know, like I. I the, the likelihood of those things still existing are far and in between. However, if they did exist and they were real, would something like the Knights of the Templar be the group of people that would have done it? Now, Knights of the Templar came many, 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 many generations later. 
right? So you got to ask yourself, are they just taking what the church had before? They have no way of proving this was, was real. Um, in turn, the Holy Grail is what we believe it to be. But however, it was a cup and it did exist. It was, or at least we believe it to exist. It was a chalice. Regardless if you believe Jesus drank from it or not, it was treasure. Uh, and the, and I guess the question is, is did the Knights of the Templar, you know, grab these things and hide them away with the knowledge that they learned about all these things um, for nefarious reasons? Like, what was the reasons? What was the reasons behind it, and what would be the reasons today for not exposing some of that stuff? Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, you have to go back to the 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 origins of the Knights Templar, right? And you have to go also into the fact that so the Pope backed these guys, and they were formed in in eleven eighteen. Now, over time, by the four, like by the 14th century, they had castles, churches, and banks all throughout Europe. So these guys had these guys had strummed up a whole lot of wealth to the point where um, the king of France at the time, King Philip, he like a bunch of couriers started sending out all kinds of documents saying all these different scandals. These guys they were truly they were they were getting buried, right? I mean, somebody was trying to take them out. Um, for one reason or another. Now it could have been their wealth. It could have been that this King just did not want these guys having what they had. And so, to the point where even the Pope was forced to turn kind of his back on them. And so these guys end up getting imprisoned, a um, bunch of them tortured. And so all the rest of them were like, Oh yeah, yeah, we did that. We, you know, sexual misconduct and uh her heresy and salacious, salacious accounts and all these different things and they later turned around and said um recanted right in the early 1300s and it's funny because this is where friday the 13th supposedly comes from at least this is one theory because it was let me find the date it was friday october 13th of 1307 when the downfall of the templars began and eventually led to every the remaining Templars in 1314, including the, the Grand Master Mole, all being burned at the stake. So um, my guess would be is if they did have this stuff, because they did have a bunch of, you know, temples that they built, castles and everything else and, and stuff that they had found through their crusades. You know, my guess to that would be is is if there were remaining members that survived you know this rounding up and torturing and burning at the stake you know they're going to go and hide whatever top amazing stuff they had just my thought i mean maybe yeah, listen money power it corrupts even if the best intentions so let's imagine that that when they were originally intended i know that the date going back to 911 is just stupid right and that, the the pope signing off on this means nothing to me right because the pope has always just been more of a figurehead and like okay it's so whatever but let's imagine this was this started with true intentions of being a crusader army right we're fighting on the name of the lord whatever but um it doesn't remove the men it doesn't remove humanity it doesn't remove the you know manipulation and and sin it doesn't remove any of that stuff still allows for it and and power and money corrupt right and so you start pillaging because that's a, I, I didn't want to use the word pillage but really it's what it is right they would go to war 
they would conquer these pagans, and in the process of conquering these pagans, they would take the treasure uh, that they found, and they would bring it back to the temple uh, or temples that they built, which if at the time they were backed by the pope, they had a lot of backing from the Catholic Church uh, at the time, and so because of that, they had a lot of money. And so they were able to take that money and build something of it. So it's possible that that ancestral, you know, that the generations go by and now they've grown to a place where they have control, they have power, they have money, and they start using that for their own goals and missions. And that's where my question kind of goes to what we were talking about originally was now where we're at today, right? If these people were as smart and as intelligent as we believe they were, maybe they weren't, but they were powerful, they had money, they had property and castles and, and and knowledge because they conquered these other areas that had knowledge of historical stuff. Um, is it possible that they have continued that to today and that we're still seeing certain ties and things back to it? So Freemasons, very exposed. They were always very out in the open, even into nowadays, they well, still, they're still Mason lodges, right? That's, and the Freemasons started not too long after the supposed end of the Templars. So after right. the burnings at the stake and, and what remaining members went underground and just disappeared, not too long later, you have the Freemasons, which again, now back to your point in the question in the beginning, and then maybe it was Cody that said it, why, you know, and I think it was you, I take that back. The Pope backed them in the beginning and then didn't back the Freemasons. But you have to look back. It was the Pope who ended up because of the push. So the, Pope Clement of this era of the 1300s was put into power by Philip of France. And so Philip of France is the one wanting to shut down the Knights Templar. So this Pope basically got strong armed. Right. And so it could have just went right into it. Like these guys came back up out of the woodworks, out of the darkness, and they create the Freemasons. And that's where they believe the tie is. And also now we know that the Pope to this day still doesn't recognize and won't you know, recognize the Freemasons. No, they, they even go as far to say that the Freemasons were from satanic roots, right? So they that's like the, the worst. There was they the, said the same thing about the Templars? In the end, they, there was these these documents that were going out and they don't know where it came from. They believe it was King Philip that he was sending it out saying that through heresy and devil worshiping and black magic, that's what the Templars were practicing. So it, it to me, it just kind of comes back to the, like the Pope just, throws that out there uh, when they want to classify something or someone as the worst of the worst. But this particular Pope, Satan. this particular Pope was backing just like every Pope before him, the Templar. It was King Philip who was strong arming the, the Pope of the time, Pope Clement V. Cause the Pope was like, I, these guys aren't doing this. And the King, King Philip of France forced his hand. And so Do we know that for sure. Or are you just assuming that? No, that's what this this doc. Oh, okay, it, it okay just, they, yeah, they just when you read it. Yeah, I don't so, know, man. I mean, it's cool. It's a it's a cool concept. I guess my question now would be, it it would make more sense for the the Knights of the Templar to to exist in a place that's closer to what we would see in like what we believe in the Illuminati, a group of elites that have world control or or the Davo conventions, those types of things where they're talking about the Great Reset. Um, right, and that's it, it's not. Right. It's not far-fetched to believe that there are ancestral ties to these groups where people are like, hey, this is what our forefathers believed, um, and we need to do everything we can to kind of reset this. But when we do, we need to make sure that we come out on top. 
Well, yeah. I mean, all you have to do is, is if you do have a mass fortune and you've hidden a big chunk of it is wait till these people start killing each other. You know, the, France becomes a very non-powerful country later in history, things like that. So again, and we know that also the Freemasons had a multi multitude of different sects, right? So it's very possible that the Knights Templar eventually formed the Freemasons, which are also an offset of what we've talked about in the Freemason episode, a, a different sect and known as the Illuminati, right? right. Um, keeping in mind that the Freemasons did, I mean, excuse me, the Knights Templar were, you know, soldiers of God and so on and so forth. And the Illuminati don't discredit God. They search, they try to harness his power. That's what they, what it's believed that the Illuminati want, right? They want to become gods themselves in a sense. Yeah. But the Illuminati in its sense is completely false. Like, well, not false, but it's, it's, it's hidden, right? What we yeah. know and what we believe is hypothetical at best. Yeah. Right. And so maybe the idea of the Freemasons and the Knights Templar had to kind of die for that to be born. And maybe that's the intent is that there really isn't a named group behind this and that it's just the same thing. And as generations go on, they, they, they wear the coat that best fits them. Uh, and right now it's Illuminati, the, the, the all seeing eye, that kind of thing. Uh, it fits in with the timeline of where the Masons were when, you know, when we started printing the dollars and, um, it's almost as if they have factions in themselves and this is what was going on. Who knows? Who knows? I, I don't know. It's, a, I, I, it's, it's cool. that The 14th century is when the Knights Templar kind of fade out. And in the 15th century is when the Illuminati and, and the Freemasons pop up. Right. But the crazy part is they haven't really faded out. I mean, they, they faded out as far as like in the public's eye completely, but I mean, we're still seeing them in movies. We're still seeing them in video games. People are still I talking about it. I'm just talking about the group itself that was actually formed. You know, it, yeah. was, it was, yeah. the, it was the 14th century where it was like, they were just ready to wear pointed this, shoes, this King <laughs> and kiss their mothers. I mean, come on, man, you got to kiss mama. You know what I'm saying? It's not cool. <laughs> not cool. I bet you they, I bet you they enjoyed salads with uh blue cheese. Stop. Cody's falling asleep because he's hungry. <laughs> he's been not mal malnourished. No, he's over here cringing. He's like, oh, God. Don't worry, Cody. I'm not going to tie in any aliens. So anyways, um, the 9-11 thing, pretty whack. Some of the other stuff's cool, though. Assassin's Creed, of course. We didn't even really go into the Assassin's Creed. I mean, kind of. We kind of touched on it. But I mean, if anyone that doesn't oh. know, it's basically like a current Knights of the Templar. Uh, like they're currently in current present day and they're trying to tap into the past to be able to identify. I don't remember what they were trying to find. Do you remember what they were trying to find? JFK and Houdini were, were, were killed because they were both in possession of a piece of, of Eden. Yeah. They're trying which, to find the artifacts of Eden, which, of Eden, the yeah. about. which they right. can, okay. which has the power to control minds. So awesome. That's kind of cool. Anyway. So Knights Templar, at least at some point were, I guess a real, group of people where they are at today, just like the Illuminati and Freemasons. Well, we know the Freemasons exist. Hey, we got some temples here in uh, Texas. Still need to go check those out, by the way. See if we can join. They won't them. let you in. I know. I mean, I thought. Do you have your ring? I do not. No. You have your ring. We can get somebody to sponsor us. Like, hey, all we need is two, right? Wasn't that I, I'm just telling you that if somebody in my family ends up being a Mason, because I believe somebody was, um, I'm ashamed that they have not brought me into the fold. Well, my, like I said, my grandfather was a Shriner, which is a sect of the Freemasons. So 
Mm. Sure, I can get that plug. Gotta get that. All right. Well, I think that's the pod, man. Yeah. Anything you guys want to add, Cody? Uh, no, not really. I think you guys uh, did a great job. (laughs) (laughs) Good times. Oh man. Hey, some podcasts are rougher than others. I won't say this one was a rough one. I like the conversation and the topic on it, but um. It's it's not a deep conversation. It's not something you can go very far with because we've kind of talked a lot about Illuminati and Freemasons in past episodes. But um, I mean, ultimately, I wouldn't want something like this to be true. I have no. I want to. I want to to believe that there is inevitable good, and that we, at the end of the day, we're just kind of leading our own path as far as as humans in governments and those types of things. But I do believe there to be nefarious actors on the backside. I mean. If anything, this COVID thing over the last couple of years has been a, a, a true testament to what certain types of manipulation can be. Not to say that COVID wasn't a real thing or that it didn't cause people to die, but that manipulation by higher powers uh, and media can really, really, really tailor what people believe and what people do and how they act. Um, that it is more believable now for me to believe that there could be a group of elites that live in a high tower somewhere uh, that control us like ants or at least to try to. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I like these conversations. It's, it causes me to to think a little bit more about, you know, kind of the world we're living in and some of the decisions and choices we make and what we hear. And uh, if anything, it just continued to cause me to want to question things before just accepting them. Um, and I say that about everything, right. I say that about faith. I say that about politics. I say that about, you know, anything you encounter uh, that you should definitely do your research, definitely do your studying, definitely do your reading uh, to figure out exactly what it is that you're getting yourself into um, and see if it aligns with what is truth and what truth is supposed to be. Truth. 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 All right. Well, I think that's the podcast. Yeah. Hey, Twisted World fam. We love you as always. We're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.